0: Hello, everybody. My name is David Michael.
1: And I'm Michael Carter.
0: And we are Ridiculously Bold.
1: So, COVID boy, how are you doing in the second week?
0: I, uh, well, it's actually like the third or fourth week. It's the second, it's this, the third week since I tested positive. But it is the like fourth week since I was actually, if you want to call it sick, I had fairly mild symptoms um, compared to, to what I've heard um, from some other people. But I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we got vaccinated. But the interesting thing that I learned, and this is not an oft-published concept, but because of the way they did the vaccines, right. um, you know, in the old flu days, you would get a small dose of the flu. Right. And it was so small that your body could very easily overcome it. And then it learned how to kind of deal with that flu. And then this way, if you ever got it like
1: full on dose, your body was prepared for how to deal with it. And and I believe Johnson and Johnson or AstraZeneca, one of them, their vaccine is based on that same concept.
0: Oh, okay. They, well, none of those are available in the U.S. So, well, um, yeah, so yeah. we wouldn't know. <laughs> Fuck you, international. <laughs> <laughs> and Philly, just, yeah. <laughs> just so you're not feeling left out. True. Anyways, um, so what I was I was doing a lot of reading on this. You know, the mRNA technology, right? Yep. And basically, I mean, the easiest analogy is it includes instructions for your body on how to react if you know, you were ever to come into contact with the virus. Right. So you're not actually getting a dose of the virus or a small dose. Your your cells are basically being taught how to treat it when it happens.
1: Yeah. And I also believe they're being told pretend the body has it and make this antibody. Right. So like you have it now in your system. Something to that effect.
0: And by the way, um, precursor to all of this, Neither Michael or I are scientists, medical professionals, experts in anything, viral related, virology, none of that. So this is all based upon what we read and uh as as we all know, everything you read on the internet is true. So right. uh so this is factual information I'm right. I'm giving you right now.
1: And so while I'm not a doctor, I am more than happy to do rectal exams on the weekend if anybody knows. <laughs> just comment down below.
0: By the way, I love how, you know, someone with a Facebook degree won't listen to like the 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 CDC, but the 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 major excuse now for anti-vaxxers is uh, well, it's not FDA approved.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of them now are rushing to get in line with this second wave that's coming. Yeah. Um, the best thing I've ever heard about the vaccine was I don't know if I saw it as a tweet or on Instagram or something, but it said something to the effect of "We have our best scientific minds working on this cure." Or anti or antivirus stuff, but you read a tweet about it, so I'm going to go with your decision. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So so, but the funny thing is, the CDC is, according to them, untrustworthy. But when the FDA approves it, we're good to go because yeah. the FDA is like you know totally trustworthy.
1: Yes, so. like uh, people should look up thalidomide, which was approved <laughs> by the FDA for uh, morning sickness, and it turned out it gave babies little arms. <laughs>
0: Anyways, um, as a result of the fact that you're not actually getting a dose of the virus, um, you can still transmit the virus. And yes. this is something that they don't really talk about a whole lot. So, um, in my case, I got the virus and wasn't asymptomatic. I had a cough, I had a sneeze, you know, I still can't really smell 100%, and you know the deal, right? Um, but uh, it's transmissible through me. Mm-hmm. So, but there are plenty of people now that are vaccinated. And when they actually get the virus, are still asymptomatic. So the virus doesn't prevent you from getting. I'm sorry, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the virus. It just tells your body how to treat it when you do get it.
1: Right. So and those if you people do get it, and you've had the vaccine. You should have a much, much milder um, right. result.
0: Right. So there are people. Um, not unlike myself a few months ago that had the vaccine and were like, hey, let's go anywhere. We can do anything. Let's go to Vegas. So um, it wasn't an oft-published, you know, kind of discussion about the fact that even though you're vaccinated and it's 95% effective, it's 95% effective in correctly telling your body how to react when the virus Um, actually hits you not necessarily that doesn't mean you have a 95 percent chance of not getting the virus i think your chances of getting the virus are still the same as anyone who's unvaccinated but your chances of surviving the virus go up significantly because your body is prepared for it when it gets there
1: yeah and so i worry for my daughter who's only eight because the other three of us in the house are vaccinated and she's still at risk because like you know in essence, I know this is the extreme. Somebody could sneeze on me, I come home with it, sure and then I give it to her. That yeah. that's my concern right now. It's really her.
0: No, that's and a so, valid concern. Yeah. yeah and totally we still make concern.
1: her wear a mask even in places um that you normally wouldn't, like even some outdoor things, just because yeah. she's just she's not vaccinated.
0: Yeah. She's also, I mean, I think she's past the the age of where it's like, yeah, I think it's 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 pretty bad for infants and it's pretty bad for really old people so she's not in that category so i think she'd be fine if she got it she'd most likely be asymptomatic but yeah it's never you always i mean as a parent in the back of your mind that's all you're thinking about is oh my god like what what's the worst case scenario that could possibly happen can we talk about florida because you and i are about to visit florida and florida (laughs) right now is a fucking petri dish for the delta variant of the covid virus so we are basically going into the mouth of the lion in a few days,
1: well, let's start with first off, we thought just the collapse of the building because we're going to be in a high rise not too far from there, we thought <laughs> that was our biggest problem a couple of weeks ago right the the structural integrity of the building that we're going to be staying at, but oh no. we, yeah, we asked the guy
0: who owns the condo that we're staying at. we're like, "Oh my God, were you affected?" He's like, "Don't worry, we're in the other half of the building
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and I said, because tech sometimes you can't get an understanding of somebody means I'm like are you serious? Like where's your (laughs) building located? And he's like, no, I'm not serious. So yes. All right. Um, so yeah, so we're going down there. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, I think now and even some flights now you need to get tested before you go, at least international, because I'm actually going to the Bahamas in September and now you have to get tested within five days before you go and immediately on your way out, they test you again to make sure you don't have anything. So it's interesting.
0: So I was checking the stats today and, uh, being from Arizona, I wanted to look at, you know, how many new COVID cases has Arizona had in the last few days. And it's something like five or 6,000. I think it was like 2,500 today. And then you add the last couple of days and it's something about five or 6,000. I looked at Florida. Florida's had over a hundred thousand new cases in the last three days. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: So this may be our last episode ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could we pick a worse fucking time to travel?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, and you know, a lot of the airlines have been bitches now. They don't, for a while, they were like, oh, you can just cancel. You can just move the ticket. We'll refund you the money. Now it's like, no, no, no. We'll give you an e-credit that you can use within a year. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. And David and I are going to try to record something while we're down there. Um uh, might be difficult to hear us with masks on, mm. um, but... You know, we're also going to see if we can sneeze on a few old people while we're there and maybe kill a few of them. So. That's Don't
0: say that. i got to bleep that out.
1: Okay. Sorry. We're not going to try to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are.
0: <laughs> Get out. Oh, man. Um, so question for you. Do you know if um, – like it is a Republican state. So I'm pretty sure that there's not like a mask mandate that I'm aware of. Is there?
1: Um, I think this is one of those states. So lately there's been some states – that have started this, like, fuck what you're telling us to do. There's no way you're going to make us wear masks. We don't want to wear masks. I believe Florida is one of those. Look, I'll probably wear a mask more um, times than not. But, again, you know, when you go into a restaurant, even if you wear the mask in, you then sit down, once you're sitting, you're allowed to take off the mask. So, like, does COVID know the rules that you're not allowed to catch it while you're eating? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what it means those kind of situations, but yeah, I would think you know, obviously the flights we got to wear it. Any public transportation things like that. So it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, I um, I'm immune for the next at least six months, so uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to wear a mask, but obviously I'll, I'll wear it if I have to,
1: if it's yeah. mandated. So in about a week, we'll be talking about David's second case
0: of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, this will be a great test. Right. If I get it again, at least I know if I get it, like I can get through it. Like you know, like I said, I had fairly mild symptoms. So if I get it again, at least I know what to expect. Right. But uh, this will be an interesting, uh, interesting study because we are going into the hotbed. If I get it again, then all the news about you know you being immune for the for the next six to nine months is complete bullshit.
1: We shall see. Let's roll the dice. We shall. Yes. So. While you are, have spent a lot of time indoors the last couple of weeks, I actually have done a few outdoorsy things. So me and the family went ziplining last week with my cousin and his family. Um, we went last year, I think it was like literally right after the, the lockdown eased, and it was like full mass even when you're on the zip lines and everything, mm-hmm. but this time we didn't have to do any of that. So have you ever gone on zip lines? Yeah. So there's a, um,
0: a buddy of mine actually owns a, um, a zip line company, uh, event place. It's called Flagstaff, Flagstaff Extreme. It's up obviously in Flagstaff, Arizona. So about two, two and a half hours North of here. And, um, when he first opened it up, you know, I took the kids, immediately took the kids out there and, and, um, And ended up so funny story about that. I don't know if you remember the old quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Kurt Warner. He's also a quarterback for St. Louis Rams, actually.
1: The Hall of Famer Super Bowl league. Hall of Fame Super. Yeah,
0: not everybody knows him, but yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, I book, I I call my buddy and I'm like, hey, you know, I want to go out and um, I want to, you know, experience the park. Like, I don't, you don't have to give it to me for free. I'll pay for it. Just like, help me book it or whatever so he's like what day do you want to go and i was like oh i want to go on saturday so he's like great he said i have a special surprise for you when you get there i said great okay cool thanks appreciate it we show up the surprise was it was us and kurt warner and his family (laughs) we're all going on the zip lines together so i was like hey kurt how's it going like you know it was it was just an interesting experience but uh but yeah they had like miles and miles worth of, of of courses so we'd like We did the whole park, like we did the beginner, the intermediate, the advanced, like did the whole thing. It was an awesome time. Um, Also went to Mexico, Cancun, and went to a park called Explore. And they had like 14 miles of zip lines from like mountain to mountain to mountain. And we did that. um, That was probably 15, 20 years ago, but that was awesome as well.
1: So, yeah, Yeah, and then and then David went to Zona Norte and the only zip was a zipper. (laughs) I have not been
0: to Zona Norte yet.
1: Yeah. So the fun thing about zip lining was, as you mentioned, they had all these different courses. And it's funny because, you know, they have like these beginner ones and which tend to be for kids. So I went on it with my daughter, who's eight, nimble and like 50 pounds, four feet, 50 pounds. I am six feet tall. I am five or six times 50 pounds. Let's be realistic. You're like 5'11 and three quarters. No. Six feet, even if I have to be on my tippy toes. I'm going to call bullshit on that. You've shrunk. Well, your son just passed you in height, so I'd be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he hasn't.
0: We'll talk about that in a second, though.
1: So um, I went on some of the beginning courses with my daughter, and they're made. They're called beginner, but they're really made for younger kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Those were so fucking physically demanding for me yeah, because I was, was trying to, to fit, you know, a fifty pound bag in a in a forty pound sack type thing. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But some of the other ones, awesome. I loved it. Like, and I also when I look, you know, speaking of my weight, there is another one that some friends have gone to in the past and I'm too heavy for it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and the the guy's like, I was like three pounds overweight. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so I, I'm gonna go out. And the guy's like, no, no no you can't you're three pounds overweight and i'm just like are you kidding me the guy's like no it says you can only be this weight you're three pounds overweight i'm like how fucking dangerous are these that for three pounds you're worried about it breaking <laughs> He's yeah. like, it is, it's the rules <sighs> so we had to find one that has a higher weight limit i would be funny if he would have said okay why don't you find out go ahead <laughs> <laughs> if you hear buckling <laughs> so why Stop. do you think your son isn't taller than you now
0: because uh, he had his uh, his annual doctor's visit this week, and I took him. and the first thing they did was uh, make him take his shoes off and they measured his height. and he came in at five foot, eleven and a half.. Mm-hmm. And I used to be six one. I think I'm closer to six feet now, so because um, my arches I've always had high high, high arched feet. Um, my shoe size is getting bigger, which means that my arches are kind of spreading out. So um so they're they're flattening. So uh yeah. So I used to be an eleven and a half, I'm now a size thirteen. Yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah,
1: I know. So my doctor, if you're gonna go by that, my doctor says I'm six feet tall. There might be fifty bucks passed to her when she's measuring me, but she says yeah, six feet tall. She's <laughs> a lion sack of shit, though. But you have a female doctor? Do we talk about <laughs> I this? Do. We might have. She's so does she's, does she's pretty does, too.
0: Does does she do the hernia check for you? She does. And Does it, she gasp when she takes your
1: underpants down? She goes, where is it? <laughs> she goes, oh, you're a tucker. No, um, <laughs> You're a grower, not a shower. <laughs> she is, it's awkward, man. Let me tell you, like, and, you know, she's very professional. She's also once said to me when I had to have a prostate exam, she's like, don't worry, I have small hands, which I thought was really funny to actually say out loud. Um, but my wife uses her as well. So, you know, that's, that's, I guess, I don't know if that's weird or not, but. We go to the same doctor, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that whole process in general. Not just the, the hand up, the finger up the ass, but like the, Wait, the hernia What are you going
0: to and where can I book his appointment? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what?
0: never had a finger up my ass by a doctor.
1: You haven't? You haven't had a prostate exam yet?
0: No. In, in fact, when I turned 40.
1: They raised I'm, it, fuckers. They raised it to 45.
0: They, well, no. My doctor said they raised it to 50. Wow. So when I turned 40 and I had my annual exam, I was like, oh, I was dreading the appointment. I'm like, all right, let's just get it over with. And he's like, no, he's like, we don't do that anymore. He's like, I'll check it again in 10 years. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. But still, so, you know, part of me is like, oh, thank God. Right. But the other part of me is like, well, f- fuck, man. What if I get like cancer and like, you don't know until ones, yeah. I'm 50. Yeah. So uh, it's a little bit annoying, but eh, it is what it is. Well, I don't want to last- go down there like a psychopath and say,
1: somebody better stick their hand up my ass. <laughs> Blind forms here. Literally. Here. Um, <laughs> I'll pay. Yeah, no, I'll from pay our extra. last few <laughs> from our last few years in Vegas, our unofficial exam, you're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes. I, I, I can't even respond to that.
1: <laughs> so last week when we recorded, it was actually on, and I can't believe we didn't talk about this or neither of us realized it. We, we recorded on the 40th anniversary of MTV.
0: Yeah. By the way, I saw the best meme the other day. It said, uh, MTV turned 40 this week. Congratulations on 14 years of music videos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's, um. and you know, I ran kind of the same joke. I was like, oh, that's about the time they used to play videos. So yeah. for anybody who's a little bit younger, and I doubt we have people who are that young, but. MTV actually used to play videos during the day. 24 <laughs> like, hours a day. Almost. Yeah, 24 yeah. hours a day. Then The Real World, I think, was their first show mm-hmm. that um, became a non-video related show. And then from there, the next thing you know, 10 years, 15 years later, they're not fucking showing any videos at all. Um, it's just a little bit crazy. So, yeah, that turns 40 years old. Yeah. I can't imagine that still has any relevance today. Do so you
0: remember the band and song that was played the very first video?
1: ironically or appropriately i should say was video kill the radio star by by the bugles The bugles, Ban- yeah. no it wasn't the bangles bugles right the bugles yeah 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 uh was
0: it somebody posted a uh, youtube video of the first 10 videos it was like the first like half hour of mtv being on the air somebody apparently recorded it on vhs and had it and then digitized it and pushed it up to youtube but it was uh it was actually I saw it a couple days ago, which was really nostalgic. I remember before rap was popular. I remember coming home from school and watching Yo MTV Raps.
1: Yeah, with Doctor uh, a different Doctor different Dre and Dr. Dre, that, Yes, yep.
0: not the Doctor Dre that we all know and love. A different Doctor Dre. And, that guy's got to be uh, dead. He was like four hundred pounds.
1: Yeah, and Ed Lover was his uh, Ed Lover.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah, that was back like you know when you had like Grandmaster Flash and like Run DMC was just getting started and.
1: Yeah, you know what's great like, about us remembering all this stuff from MTV? Uh, what was your daughter's first word? Uh, pretty sure it was dad. <laughs> sure, but not not a hundred percent. I'm pretty sure. I have no idea what my daughter's first word was. I can remember <laughs> fucking Ed Lover and uh, <laughs> Doctor Dre from forty years ago. I don't remember my daughter's first word. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was dad, uh, dad because I remember making a big deal out of it. Gotcha. Um. Have, so you, if you have the tattoo on your arm of Zelda, right? I do. They've re-released a Zelda uh, Skyward Sword, it's called, for the Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So So, so it sounds like you haven't played it.
0: No, I haven't played it. Was that a game? Yeah, it was a game about 10 years ago. Was it like the Nintendo sixty four, or do you know what console it was on? That I don't know. That I don't remember because I never got the Nintendo sixty four. So I need Zelda game because I, I was familiar with most Zelda games. Um, obviously, the original Legend of Zelda was one hundred percent my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zelda two, and then um, there was like Ocarina of Time, and then there was like I, there was the the Game Boy had one. I remember that, and then. Um, was oh, it Call of the Wild or one of those? I can't remember the names, well, but Breath of the
1: Wild. Breath of the, the Wild from a couple yeah. years ago. That one's awesome. Yeah. So, so this it, game is you can tell some of the graphics are a little bit dated. Not too bad though, but a little bit dated. And then it's funny because Nintendo is a Japanese company, correct? And they definitely have some people writing the sayings that people say, who English is absolutely not their first language. Mm. because it's like the way they're talking, the way they're saying things, the sayings that they're using, even fucking 10 years ago, we weren't using those sayings. So Do I don't you know what's you remember? Going. So it's funny you should say that, because there was a whole host of games
0: that came out in the 80s and 90s that were most certainly developed in Japan or overseas. And they tried, since the uh, the US audience was like the biggest video game crowd at the time, they had right. to translate them. And I guess the, the translation budget was really small. There was one game where the intro to the game, you are in like this, you know, uh, I think it was like Contra or Dragon Brothers or one of those games where um, like the enemy comes in. And it's like one of those cut screens, like at the beginning of the game where you find out like why you're doing what you're doing. And, and the cut scene um, has an alien talking and he says, all your base are belong to us. so that was it was a funny moment in history because i mean as a kid you're like what the hell like all your bass are belong to us why do i remember that because somebody made a techno song out of that like 10 15 years ago and they used the actual like clip from that cutscene and it became super popular and every once in a while i'll be like on facebook or something and somebody will say all your bass are belong to us
1: Hmm. pretty funny no. So that game's pretty good. Um, you know, if anybody's out there who has the switch, like I, I love the switch. Originally I got one for my son and then he was using it upstairs. And then when Breath of the Wild came out, I got one for myself. I'm like, fuck that. I want one of these. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I got that. So that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. You want to hear something funny? Um, so I got a new iPad and, uh, immediately Anytime you get a new toy you're like all right what games can i get what apps can i download like i got the iPad Pro so i was hoping it would be a laptop replacement but there are still things like i still can't edit 100% of the video that i do on it like i could probably i can edit our episode on an iPad but i can't Edit the audio. Like I can't fix, like your audio sometimes has a little bit of echo, so I have to remove that. The app that I use for that is not available for the iPad. So it's like I have to do a mixture of both. So I'm going through this process of trying to figure out in my workday from 8 a.m. to whatever, right? How much of my day can I do on the iPad versus, you know, what I can do on, on on a on a regular computer? Because it would be awesome if I could just, I don't know, go to a Starbucks, take the iPad, not a laptop. And then just kind of work there off the iPad. I'm, still, I'm slowly but surely finding out where all the limitations are. But where I was going with that is um, the other night I was just looking for something just kind of like to help me fall asleep. So I downloaded this Marvel app that allows you – it's almost like colorblind numbers. There's no numbers, but they give you like comic book covers, like the one you have behind you. And you can – obviously Marvel, not DC, but you can color them with you know the pencil and it's awesome it's super relaxing and you can make iron man green you don't have to follow the normal color schemes but you can if you want and it's fun
1: so So you're falling into that craze of the adult coloring book that was from a couple years ago. yeah there's like a hundred apps that do
0: like you know adult coloring books i was actually pretty surprised but for me like the marvel one was like that's pure gold like i'm definitely getting that so I got that and I'm coloring in like all these like 1960, 1970, like Avengers, X-Men, like all the old, 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 like first 10, first 20 issues. I'm coloring in the the, the um, covers of those and I'm loving it. And then I'm like, hey, I see the cover. I kind of want to read this issue. I think I read it before. So then I bought the Marvel Unlimited app. So now I'm subscribed. So for the last like 3 or 4 days I've been like downloading like X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, like just reading from the beginning all the the different um comic books and it's been kind of fun. So
1: Yeah, I share my Disney Plus with a friend who has paid me back by giving me access to his Marvel Unlimited. Uh Disney or Marvel's listening. That's not actually true. We don't do that. <laughs> so how was your pizza party last week?
0: Yeah, so I talked about we got the pizza oven for uh, for Father's Day. It took forever to come in. It finally came in last week. So we invited a bunch of people over, and I ended up making, like, I want to say five or six, like, 12-inch pies. And it was, um, you know, I just made some, some normal kind of marinara sauce. We got the mozzarella. We got some, you know, all different meats and cheeses and stuff like that. And we got some... Um, like, oh, just like just a bunch of different stuff to put on it. Uh, and we made like, you know, like five or six pizzas, and it was awesome.
1: Do they I mean, cook as fast as like those real brick ovens? Like, they cook you see in them like, throwing a pizza, it's like two minutes and it's like two fucking to three done. minutes.
0: Yeah. Um, they cook really fast. In fact, if you don't sit there and watch them, they burn really easy because you, you kind of have to turn them every like, you know, 60 seconds. Otherwise, they just start bubbling up and then they burn, and then you know, it's a disaster. But, um, but, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So I left the oven out, and we still had some dough left. So, like, you know, for lunch the other day, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to freaking turn the oven on. It takes, like, 20 minutes to get up to, like, you know, 800, 900 degrees. And then just going to throw some dough in there and throw some pasta sauce. It is like, a 20-minute – It was almost as easy to make a, a fresh pizza for lunch than it was to, like, heat up some, like, you know – meal from the, the freezer or like create a sandwich. It was like almost the same amount of time. So I'm like,
1: damn. How, what kind of um, power does it get? Meaning is it a propane. plug-in? Is it it's propane? It's propane. Yeah. So they it's have two your kinds. Yeah. It's in my back. It's on my patio. So they have
0: propane and they have wood. Obviously the wood one that doesn't have the propane adapter is a, a bit of work, right? Because you got to put wood in there. You got to chop it up. You got to get it in there. You got to light it. You got to wait for it to heat up. That takes like an hour um the propane's super sweet. You literally just turn the propane on, it flames up, 20 minutes later you've got 800 900 degrees.
1: Yeah, the uh you should run the propane. Do you have gas in your house at all? No. Ah. See out here we have gas and we've run the lines from the house gas to the fucking barbecue, oh, it's yeah, the so greatest thing have in have the a world. Propane
0: tank, yeah. So don't we had gas at tank. the last house. Um, so it's it's not an Arizona thing. It's just some some houses have it and some houses don't. The thing yeah. is, you got to remember, like winters here are super mild. So heat is you know you use heat, but you use it pretty much sparingly. Like you know uh, we would use heat probably less than someone in San Diego, where it's seventy degrees all year round, uses their AC. You know what I mean? So it's not, gas isn't as as necessary. It's great for cooking, but I mean, everything now is those
1: flat, you know, electric stoves anyways. Yeah. I don't know how to cook on those, but I hate those. (laughs) So the Olympics is coming to an end in the next couple of days. Thank God. And yeah, and I haven't really watched it. I know you said if you're not doing anything, you have the Olympics on in Mm -hmm. the background. I used to. I got bored of it. Yeah. Well, speaking of bored, I I happened to be uh, at a place and they had diving on. And the I, I can't imagine what these fucking announcers have to say to make diving seem interesting. <laughs> but at one point, he was talking about the person's ankle and, and ankle angle they were using when going into the water. Oh, I'm like, this is fucking rock bottom, man. This is what you have to talk about.
0: I get like every sport, there are like idiosyncrasies. There are like super intricate like things that you need to do in order to get a perfect score. Right. So people that announce for those sports and maybe that have done those sports before get super excited and super into it. But when a sport like that comes on, all I'm looking for is somebody to fuck up because yeah. to me that's epic, right?
1: Exactly.
0: And it just so happens I was watching diving last week and this Canadian chick gets oh. up and she's going to do her dive and, and I don't know if her legs buckled or she just realized that it just wasn't going to happen instead of. So she jumped up and when she came down, her knees just kind of bent and then she just fell over in the water. And I think they were saying she got the first zero in Olympic history. I don't know if that's true or not, but she got she a got zero. zero.
1: She got zeros, I think, across the board, actually.
0: Yeah. she. Could, well, there was no dive. She literally just, mm-hmm. it was like kind of you or me going, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, I don't want to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I um. When I watch those type of events, I'm definitely looking for the cannonball over the perfect dive. That's for sure. Um, And then today I was at a restaurant at lunchtime and rock climbing is a fucking Olympic event now.
0: Well, Cornhole's an Olympic event. Nothing fucking surprises me. Really? Anymore. Cornhole's an Olympic event? Cornhole is an Olympic event.
1: Oh, That's what's wrong with society <laughs> that these things are considered Olympic events. The way I view it as, and I'm not a rock climber, but Cornhole for sure. Anything that I, in essence, could probably do, I'm not saying great, but I could do. <laughs> Should not be an Olympic event. Well, this
0: goes back to our whole discussion from last episode where I'm watching the event and I'm like, "Ah, I think I could do that. And I think I'd be pretty good at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so I sent you a video this week. You did. Which was a former Olympian, five-time meddler. I don't remember what his medals were. Right. And he went against the The announcer. Yeah. And he gave him a, a head start smoked the shit out of him yeah. and actually smacked him on the back t- on the way past him, the- <laughs> him on the back to
0: mock him as he was passing him by. But I'm telling so. you, that's great television. I would love to watch that for every sport, just so you can appreciate how really amazing these athletes are. And you know, I make fun of the Canadian, you know, diver for for, you know, buckling or whatever, but can you imagine I mean, think about how many thousands of hours of training had to go into that one moment. Yep. and it cost her metal like that that dive it wasn't one of the ones that she could throw away and that dive counted so that zero basically took her out of medal contention and uh, that's got to be so demoralizing
1: yeah well and the good thing is they only have to wait 4 years like between them <laughs> right when when something like that happens something you fucking practice blood sweat and tears for 4 years and in an instant from a wrong turn you know a uh, decision not to do it a yip you know when you have it or something it's like the whole four years is gone it's
0: rough yeah i mean we talked about the simone biles thing but i mean it just i get super agitated and angry being a parent i get super agitated when i see people post shit online like you know oh she failed her country or she quit or whatever and i don't know what's going on in her head only she does but to uh To kind of take a shot at somebody when you're literally sitting at home on your ass on your couch doing nothing uh, except commenting on Facebook. (laughs) Um, I just I really want to like reach through the phone and like, you know, smack somebody around when they do that.
1: By any chance, is your mom posting on Facebook?
0: (laughs) We're not on Facebook, so (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) By the way, did you see there was a Frontier Airlines flight the other day? All right. And I saw this on Facebook, which is why I remembered it, where some dude was just obliterated drunk out of his mind. And I didn't see they didn't have video of what caused him to get to this point. But apparently he was yelling at the flight attendants and he had groped one of them as they walked by. And I guess he grabbed the breasts of another flight attendant. And the dude flight attendant was like, all right, the sh- the, like, that's it. They ended up duct taping him to his seat in the plane and there's plenty of video of him scuffling with the male flight attendant right who was a big dude and and duct taping him and then duct taping his mouth so
1: that because he was like screaming obscenities and whatnot but did you see the video for that i, I haven't but so i must not have mentioned it i maybe i didn't mention it on a podcast. That happened on one of my flights. They fucking really? the, they duct taped the guy I think you to a seat. It. Yeah, yeah, and actually, and I know I was at a party recently where I was mentioning it, and they're like, "That shit doesn't happen." And then fucking two days later, it's on Facebook that yeah, the guy got the guy was I think he was a little bit mentally challenged to start off with. Then he had a beer or two, and then he kept trying to go towards the cockpit, and I think they were being a little bit lenient on the guy. Well, he's the guy on my flight right. because they knew he was mentally handicapped. But it got to a point where they fucking duct taped him to the chair. And people are like, the people he were with was like, what about if he has to go to the bathroom? They're like, he's just going to fucking pee his pants because he's like, like, we're not untying him. They're like, we're duct taping him to the chair until we land. Yeah, so, yeah. That's
0: crazy.
1: So something to shoot for for Miami next week? Uh, no, I'm bringing my iPad. I'm going to color my little comic book covers
0: for four hours. <laughs> I'm going to keep to myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, that comes to an end of this episode. Um we do want to talk a little bit about um, our YouTube video. So yeah. unfortunately, YouTube is just not getting the views that we were hoping. And it's a lot, a lot, a lot of your time goes into it right. to make the video, edit the video, um, re-edit the video, all that stuff. So we've decided for the near term, we're actually not going to put up a YouTube video anymore after this one. Right. Um, and instead, we'll still be on the podcast because, look, I was there a couple weeks ago and I saw all the effort you put into it. And and it's not a case of like, oh, David, you're making dinner. Let me make help you make dinner. It was like I saw you were doing and I'm like, well, it's either him or nobody. I'm like, <laughs> no fuck way I could do this. So because of that, we're actually going to stop for the short term, at least putting videos on YouTube. But we're still available on every single almost every single method of podcast that you can think of. Right. Um, Amazon, Apple, uh, Spotify, Spotify,
0: like there's a, probably no less than a dozen different platforms. In fact, I mean, you guys, most of you know this already because a significant majority of the people that listen to us do it. So, uh, in podcast form and not in video form. So, um, it's actually a fraction of the people watch us. So, um, and, and I get it. I mean, Mike's not all that attractive. So, um, And only watching me for half of the video, I know it's not not nearly enough for most of you. So I totally get it, and you know we appreciate that. So we're just gonna take a little break from doing the video and stick to uh, to the audio. Plus, I think it'll actually help me focus on making the audio better, so that it's clearer and more consistent. Because right and, now the audio is more of an after uh, thought. Because we do the video, I spend hours putting the video together, and then I send it over to you for approval, and then. You're like, all right, it's good to go. And then I just export the audio, and then that's the audio. (laughs) So I'd much rather spend some time polishing the audio and make sure it's consistent for people listening in their cars and on their headphones.
1: Yeah. And and while we're in Miami next week, if I happen to kick David in the nuts, we'll get that on video and we'll post that video. But other than that,
0: I'm bringing probably four cameras. I'm bringing one for you, I'm bringing one for GQ, and I'm bringing. A GoPro in case we decide to get wet, go in the water, in the beach or whatever, and then I'm bringing my regular camera. Uh, so, uh, and then obviously we all have our phones. So I think if we're diligent enough about filming stuff, we probably will have enough video to put together something somewhat entertaining. But right. that remains to be seen.
1: Sounds good. All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. bored. I'd like to say see you soon, but I don't know if that's the case, people. (laughs) Listen on our podcast. All right, don't forget. Fuck you, (laughs) Phil.